What's up everyone, welcome back to NFL Only here on Spark Talk and today we got a lot of news to go over um, as well as some games from this past weekend, the final regular season week, mm-hmm. uh, week 17. We got about five games to go over, more or so less, uh, more or less kind of the playoff implication type of games mm-hmm. is what we're going to go over. Yeah. Uh, but first we're going to start off with the big kind of fallout with Antonio Brown and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. So there's reports coming out that we all know he missed the game on Sunday. Yeah. And it was rumored that it was just an injury. Uh, it came out that he skipped practice, that he had a confrontation and was throwing footballs and threw a tantrum. Um, as a grown man, that's kind of... Uh, and you're supposed to be a role model? Yeah, you're supposed to be that guy. Yeah. And, you know, he's been my favorite player for the past, I don't know, three or four seasons. Yeah. And this, to me, is kind of taking a hit for me as a guy that's like... I love Antonio Brown, but dude, like, you can't act like this. It kind of, yeah. it makes me lose some respect for him. Yeah. You know, uh, Mike Tomlin's coming out. There's uh, the, the whole distra- uh, the whole distraction that is happening. Mike Tomlin has to do an entire press conference pretty much covering this entire issue. Yeah. You know. Um, Takes time out of his day getting ready for next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mike Tomlin's <laughs> talking about how uh, it's, somebody asked along the lines of, like, does putting up with a receiver that's, kind of drama and um, a diva, does that get old? Um, does it get almost too much at sometimes? And he said, certainly. So this is super interesting. Antonio Brown has requested a trade. He's put up uh, multiple social media posts. Uh, just kind of taking shots at the Steelers organization. And I don't think at a, at a certain point, I feel like the Steelers are going to have to say enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Um and trade him mm. and get rid of him. He's alluded to the 49ers as being a possibility. Yeah. Uh, George Kittle uh, sent a social media, kind of a or Twitter, a tweet, mm-hmm. excuse me, a tweet to Antonio Brown, kind of saying, like, go to, you know, kind of come to the 49ers. <laughs> so there's, there's rumors uh, for there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this is what happens. If the Steelers, either way, the Steelers, I think, have to pay him $21 million. If they trade him, he's, they still have to pay him. If not, they obviously keep him. They have to pay him. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you make of all this? I mean, it's just it's a lot. It's crazy. I, I think it's a. Uh, I think I don't know. I think it's, it's kind of what you said a little bit. It's kind. Of, it's like it's a little bit petty, of Antonio. It really is. I, we know big. We know who Big Ben is. He's yeah. a showman. He like he likes to be the star of the show. And when you get two or three people, like you have Love Bell who wants to be it. You get Antonio Brown. They're mm-hmm. going to butt heads. And Mike Tomlin's never been the guy. Like, hey, look at me. I'm the head coach. No, he's always been the person, oh, I'll sit back and I'll control everything here, but I'll let y'all be the star of the show. I'll let y'all be the face of everything. Mm-hmm. And I think he needs to step, he needs to put his foot <clears throat> down and say, hey, this is my team. I'm running it. All right, if you got a problem with it, we'll trade you. He has to do something about it because there's too much dysfunction. This is a Super Bowl caliber team that didn't make the playoffs. And it's yeah, and they lost the team. I had a win in the Super Bowl, so they lost to Denver on an interception on the one yard line. Had a chance to win that game. Almost lost to Jacksonville. Not if, uh, until uh, Ben dove into the end zone on a crazy play. Uh, Oakland, they should have yeah, beat. Yeah, yeah, they should have beat Oakland. They're, they're in these close games for no reason, and that's just that's part of. They're they're a bunch of divas is what they are, like you said. Yeah. Uh, they're a bunch of divas. Like big, I know Big Ben. He doesn't look like a diva. He's a diva. Mm-hmm. He tries to make something out of nothing all the time, 
and it gets old to watch. Mm-hmm. It really does. It gets very old to watch, and this could be the downfall of the Steelers. It's really good. Ben only has like maybe two years left, one year left maybe. Uh, just they might trade Antonio this year. Who knows? Love Bell's gone. Mm-hmm. This Steelers about to enter a tough rebuilding phase, mm-hmm. and Mike Tomlin's definitely not going to be the coach. I don't think so. I, he'll coach somewhere else, but I think they're going to let do him think, go. Yeah, they're going to have like a they're going to have a true rebuild. Yeah, it's not because Mike Tomlin's a bad coach. No, it's just because they probably want a new rebuild, and Mike Tomlin could fit anywhere else. And yeah, be really, and be Mike Tomlin's a great coach. Yeah. Super Bowl winner. Mm-hmm. I, I mean. He has to. I mean, he's put up with these types of players for yeah. years and years now. Yeah, and not many coaches could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, dealing with these type of personalities, with these type of distractions, mm-hmm. to even win games and be considered one of the best teams with that many distractions, yeah. in my opinion, is uh, impressive in and of itself. Yeah. So I think he'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I do agree. I think eventually, maybe within <clears throat> the next three or four years, whenever Ben retires, mm-hmm. they will have a true rebuild. Mm-hmm. And it, like, all right, we're gonna fire the coach. All right, like or, he, he or could let, get, let him resign. I, I wouldn't even say that. They might. It might. They just go separate ways. Yeah. So I guess a resign in a way. <clears throat> but you know, there was. It came out. Ryan Clark was talking about there was uh, back when he was playing for the Steelers. He was yeah. a safety for them, and he said that. When he was, I think, in the training, he was in the weight room mm-hmm. uh, talking to one of the strength coaches. And Mike Wallace, who was a receiver playing <laughs> for the Steelers at the time, turned down a contract for them. And he said that he knew they were going to pay Antonio Brown uh, some pretty good money. And what he said was, when you pay him money, he's going to change. He's not going to be the same guy. He's going to be, he's going to think it's about the team, he, or he's going to think it, it's going to be more about him than the team. Uh, and Antonio Brown. And him, Antonio heard him, I guess, or somebody told him, and they got into it at practice, and he was yelling at coaches and yelling at other players and saying, like, he's the franchise and, and he's the guy on this team. And that those types of things are kind of like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care how great you are. Jerry Rice never did those things. Won yeah. four Super Bowls. <laughs> Terrell Owens always did those things. Mm-hmm. Zero. Super Bowls. Yeah. And don't tell me he didn't have good quarterbacks. Yeah. He had Steve Young. He had Tony Romo. He had Donovan McNabb. He had Donovan that McNabb. That took him to a Super Bowl. Took him to a Super Bowl. And he played great in that Super Bowl. Yeah. On a fractured tibia. But come on. Come on. He didn't win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Because of these distractions. Because it's impossible mm-hmm. to play with him and have team Randy morale. Moss. Randy Moss is the same exact way. And Randy Moss, uh, I think Randy Moss regrets it a little bit. Because you've, you've seen him. Yeah, but yeah, outside of the football, he's completely different than what he was inside. I think deep in uh, deep deep down inside, he probably wishes he was more like Jerry Rice a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, I think people got to learn from uh, Randy Moss here. Like mm-hmm. Randy Moss is kind of like the centerpiece of it. He is he's probably the best receiver of all time. He's not going to be said that he's not going to be in that conversation because of well, he is, but you people will never call him that. Yeah, because because of, he doesn't have the four rings. Yeah. That's it, and uh, it's just it, it all comes down to attitude here. It really mm-hmm. does. Look at Jordan Nelson's nowhere near uh, Antonio Brown, but he was a really good receiver for a long time. Mm-hmm. Has a Super Bowl. DeAndre He's Hopkins, for, yeah, uh, might win one. Doesn't yeah, might win one. Doesn't doesn't say anything. Yeah. Just comes in, puts the work in. One of the best receivers, maybe could you could consider him the best receiver, Julio Jones. You don't hear yeah. anything from him. One of the best receivers, he'll be a first ballot. Andre yeah. Johnson, he'll be probably a first or second ballot. Didn't ever hear a word from him. One of the best in the game, Calvin Johnson, will be a first ballot. 
Never heard anything from him. Yeah. So don't tell me like you have to be you have to be a diva and you have to be like no, you don't because mm-hmm. it's it's such BS and it's so stupid. Uh, and, Odell's kind of taking the back seat a little bit too. And that's and that's a that's a great segue into the next yeah. bit of news is there are trade rumors going around with Odell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't surprise me at all, but I don't know. I think he enjoys playing with Saquon a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't trade him if I were the Giants. I would just pay him. Yeah. Uh, well, they already paid him. They did? Yeah, last season, last offseason, remember? That was the whole thing. Oh, yeah, last well, year they were going to trade year. him. And yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, all right, so they did pay him already. I'd keep him. Uh, I I would, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely keep him. He He's a great receiver. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Yes, he has his issues at times, but he hasn't done anything this year. I think he's learned from his mistakes. Oh, he got hurt a lot this year, and <clears throat> and he was playing great, but, but he just he's I, not the – like, Sean Merriman was talking – and I agree with him. Mm-hmm. He's not the issue in New York. It's not. I don't I, think he is. I don't think, I don't think he is either. It's Eli. It's Eli. Yeah, it's Eli. He's not good anymore. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, look. Offensive the, line's trash. Yes, the offensive line's trash. But yeah. the 49ers, again, again, are in the running to maybe trade for Odell. So that's Antonio Brown and OBJ that they're trying to trade for. So they're obviously trying to make a big move this offseason. Mm-hmm. If I were the Giants, look, I wouldn't want to trade Odell. And Dave Gettleman has come out and said that we're not trading him. We didn't pay him uh, last offseason just to trade him this offseason. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to. But look, if you want to and you want to rebuild this year and say you like Dwayne Haskins, you like Daniel Jones, or you like Will Greer, and you feel like you're going to have to trade up to get him, <clears throat> look, I would say, look, hey, you guys give me this, you know, this year's first round, maybe a first round next year or multiple seconds, and we'll trade you Odell. If uh, Jacksonville's in that situation, maybe trade Eli. You know, they trade your first round pick this year, and then Eli for they that the move up. I mean, they won't be trading Eli for a first round pick. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like trade your first oh, round oh, pick oh, with Eli yeah. during the draft. Yeah. I can see that happening. Yeah, I mean, very possible. So, I think it is uh, pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Odell wants to leave either. It's New York. He loves the limelight. Mm-hmm. But and I don't think and I think this year he's toned down how much of a diva you want to call him. He's been. Yeah. I think he's just put the work in. Like he worked hard this off season. I think he had a really good season. I think he did too. Uh, he missed the last couple of games or whatever. He's kind of become injury prone in in in, a, in some capacity. But I think with him and Saquon, if you just maybe maybe I mean I think what what pick are they? Do you know like six or something, seven? Who giant? Yeah, maybe eighth. eighth. So I mean, look, Dwayne Haskins may be there. <laughs> Will Greer may be there. And if anything, you just trade first round picks. And it's to crazy, like you could trade Odell. Say if they did, they'd get two first round picks off of a wide receiver. They could, yeah, because uh, Odell's that special. And you put Odell with Jimmy Garoppolo, Jarek McKinnon, uh, Marquise Brown, or Mar- Marquise Goodwin, excuse me. Yeah, uh, that would be a pretty special little unit. George Kittle, mm. that would be pretty special. That'd be a nice yeah. offense. So I think it would be interesting. To see him get traded, yeah. because I think it would just be interesting. Kyle Shanahan, yeah. how smart he is. You see what he did with Julio Jones and Matt Ryan? Yeah. You put, you give him a weapon like Odell. Now he has George Kittle as well. And then Jimmy Garoppolo comes back. Dude, that would be scary. And, like, yeah. <laughs> that would be really scary. Mm-hmm. So, I definitely think this is... Um, these two things right here, Antonio Brown and OD- OBJ. My question to you is... Over under forty five percent that one of these two guys end up playing for the San Francisco Forty ers next season. Oh, just San Francisco. I thought we were gonna get traded. 
I, not I traded. Think, I, I think Mullins going to get traded this offseason. Okay. Uh, For San Francisco, though, because they're the teams right now. Antonio Brown has been putting out a lot of social media stuff. Pictures of Jerry Rice, uh, like a fathead in his basement, stuff of like the GOAT, um, tweeting to the 49ers and the players on the 49ers. The 49ers have expressed interest in Odell. I mean, what do you say? Do you over 45% or under 45% that they land one of these two guys? Because I agree with you. I think both of them will, are my bad. One of them will be traded. I do think that. I don't know if it's going to be the 49ers. I just, I don't know. I just don't, uh, I just. Yes, they get the second overall pick, but mm-hmm. are they really, really going to trade that? I know. For a wide receiver? Like, come on. Like, this wide receiver draft class is really deep. Mm-hmm. They could go get somebody in the drafts. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm going to go under. Okay. Through the four, and I'm going to go under. I think Roman will be traded. Okay. I can see the Jets trading for somebody. I can see, uh... Yeah. I can see, uh, maybe... The Jaguars training for somebody, as okay. well. I I I just I don't know what the 49ers are. It's, it's that's a little bit iffy if it's straight to the 49ers, but okay. Uh, all right, so we'll move on to our third bit of news, which is the coaching fires that happened this week on Black Monday. They call it Black Monday. Yeah. The first Monday after the regular season ends is yeah. when all the coaches, or for the most part, report, get fired. Please report calls it Black Friday. <laughs> Black Friday? No, they had it up. They messed up on the tagline. Oh, they messed up. They called yeah, it Black headline, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's here's a list of some of the coaches that got fired. Steve Wilkes out in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Gase fired in Miami. Todd Bowles fired in uh, in New York for the New York Jets. Marvin Lewis, after 16 seasons of pretty much mediocrity, mm-hmm. has finally been fired for the mm-hmm. Bengals. Derek Cutter is fired for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Vance Joseph is out in Denver. So, what do you think? I mean, me and you kind of, I think, agree on kind of the the biggest uh, mistakes. I wouldn't say mistake. I'm trying to think of the word. Like, the biggest blunder, fire. Like, why would you? Yeah. There's the whole issue of Steve Wilkes, right? He's one year in as a head coach. He had a rookie quarterback. No offensive line. Mm -hmm. David Johnson was coming back from injury. Yeah. wasn't the same. The offensive coordinator was complete garbage. Brian Leftwich came in and yeah. provided a little bit of spark, but it didn't last too long. Mm. Not many receivers. Defense was really good, and they competed a lot. And you saw in a lot of games that the Cardinals competed, mm. and they tried. And they looked like, look, maybe they have a bright future, get some pieces, and they could be good. So, I mean, what do you make of the Steve Wilkes fire in uh, I Arizona? I don't like it. I think it's ridiculous. I think it is. I think it's really ridiculous. Ridiculous, and I think that uh, what they're trying to do and maybe hiring Adam Gase. Are you kidding me? Stupid. I think that. I dumb. think that's really ridiculous. I think uh, you fire a coach who was. It looked like it seemed like he was loved by the players. He was mm-hmm. loved in Carolina uh, as a defense coordinator, and then you go and try to hire somebody that was verbally hated by former Miami players. It's uh, I don't, I don't know. And the thing is, though, Adam Gase's like favorite player that he I think he coached was Jay Cutler, and they probably I think they get like kind of similar personalities. Uh, it's just I I don't I don't like what the Cardinals are doing. They're they've been a they've been a uh, bottom of the bottom of the barrel franchise forever, mm-hmm. and they're going to continue that way. If they hire Adam Gase. I'm sorry, you yeah, you throw. I, I'll say this if. 
if you if they hire Adam Gase, they will not be good for another ten years. I'm sorry because Rosen needs improvement. Yeah, I don't think Adam Gase is the guy to do that. He didn't do it with Ryan Tannehill. He didn't do it with Jay Cutler. When Jay Cutler was there either, and he had a great year with Jay Cutler in my and uh, Chicago. I don't think Adam Gase is fit to be a head coach. Yeah, I think he's just fit to be a coordinator. Uh, Steve Wilkes, I, he'll he'll find himself a D coordinator job, mm. and that defense is going to be top of the league like it was in Carolina. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, he'll find a job. So like say yeah. uh, if the Bears. Because there's rumors of Matt Eberflus from the Colts leaving after one season getting head coaching interest because of how well he's done with kind of a lack of star power on that defense. Yeah. And obviously Vic Vangio. The Bears could easily get him, right? Yeah. I mean, like it might be a little bit of a philosophy change, a philosophical change on that defense mm-hmm. coming from a 3-4 to a four, more of a 4-3 defense. Yeah. But going to the Colts would be huge too. Because mm-hmm. if, like say Eberflus does get a head coaching job – if I'm I, as a Colts fan, I would love Steve Wilkes. Yeah, um, and there's the whole thing of him going around. Uh, oh well, the Cardinals feel like he was just kind of in over his head and he wasn't ready yet. Then why did you hire him? Yeah, I know. you should have known that before you hired him. While you were interviewing, while you were seeing what he wanted to do, take the and what direction he wanted to take the franchise, you should have known. I think that's that's such a BS excuse of like, oh well, that's why we fired him. No, you hired him. Mm-hmm. So you knew this going in. If you yeah. felt he was that unprepared, you shouldn't have hired him. You yeah. should have let him go back to be the D coordinator for the Panthers. <clears throat> it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and it just it, may, it makes the NFL look bad too. The yeah. way the, the way the, the, the way and how they're doing it as well. You know what would be an interesting thing? Yeah. Is uh, what's his name is still coaching for the Bills, right? Sean McDermott. Yeah. He's not been fired yet. No. Steve Wilkes goes uh, goes there as the D coordinator. They know each other. Work with each other in Carolina. Mm-hmm. That could be nice. That could be. Yeah, that could that be could really be, nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think it's stupid. It, it's a bad look on the NFL too. Yeah, it, it is. It really is. It's dumb. It's like yeah. Uh, I know the, there's the whole race issue of now. What they fired four black coaches. Yeah, it's a lot of minorities getting fired. It's, yeah, it, it's it's. I think it's and the thing is though four four of the uh, the four that got fired the four minorities that got fired. Two of them shouldn't have got fired. I don't yeah. think Vance Joseph should have been fired. I don't either. You gave him Case Keenum. Case Keenum wasn't that good. Mike Zimmer's just a hell of a coach. Yeah. Uh, he, he That was just great defense mm. and stud well, wide receivers. And, and uh, coach for the freaking Giants. Pat Shermer? Pat Shermer is a, is a very good offensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, as a head coach, I'm kind of still not yeah. really sold on him. But as a offensive coordinator, he was great. He yeah. made Case Keenum great. Yeah, I know. And you put Case Keenum in that, no, he ain't going to do anything. No. Uh, and then you trade away his his uh, probably his second best wide receiver and Demarius Thomas. And then uh, uh, Sanders gets hurt. Get, Sanders gets hurt when they were having a playoff push. They, they had were a really pushing to, for it. They were really pushing. And then you give Case Keenum no weapons. I'm sorry, Carlin Sutton's a really good player, but he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. And he hardly threw to him. It, yeah. You had Philip Lindsay in the backfield. You had uh, yeah. Royce Freeman as a as a rotational guy coming in. Yeah. Two rookies playing outstanding. Philip Lindsay was a Pro Bowler until he got hurt. I mean, this. I thought it was dumb that yeah. both of them got fired. I mean, Derek Carter should have been fired. Mm. Marvin Lewis, yes, he should have been fired. Like he should have been fired yeah. a while ago. Yeah. 
Todd Bowles, I don't have an issue with him being fired. It's been four years. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk of guys not – they don't like playing for him. He doesn't get the locker room to play hard. Okay, like, look, if he's not a fit there, he needs to leave. He'll be another great defensive coordinator. The, like, he's a 3-4, I think. He's a, yeah. 3-4 defensive coordinator. He would fit right in with he, the Bears. Yeah, if Vic Vangio would leave. And, one of the, and the yeah. strong suit of the Jets this season was their defense. Yeah. Um, and then Adam Gaze, he should have been fired. Yeah. He just wasn't getting it done. But yeah, Derek Cutter. I mean, but Joseph, uh, Joseph and Wilkes should not have been fired. They shouldn't have. It's it, ridiculous. I think it is. It's so stupid. Uh, it, I, th- I think it, I completely agree with you. Because the there's plenty of coaches right yeah. now, like offensive coordinators. Okay, maybe maybe you keep Steve Wilkes. You hire Adam Gase as the OC. That's fine. Yeah. Jim Bob Cooter's out. Or, well, they parted ways in Detroit. Maybe you hire him because he's had a lot of success with Matt Stafford. Maybe yeah. you hire him as the OC. But give him a chance. Yeah. Give him another season. I mean, come on. He had nobody. Yeah, I know. And a rookie quarterback who kind of underperformed this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know Josh Rosen didn't have a lot of help, but he kind of underperformed in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, didn't play as well, like nearly as well as I thought he would. Mm-hmm. And Vance Joseph, to your point, he had Case Keenum. He had The Pax- year before, he had Paxton yeah. Lynch. Trevor Simeon and, uh, and Brock Osweiler. I think it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And then you got Steve Keim. Who has had success in the past for the Cardinals as a GM? Yeah, but he doesn't get fired. I mean, he has not had a good couple of seasons. Like three seasons now, he has not been that good for them. He has yeah. not had a lot of good picks. He's not. He even wanted. Uh, was it? I think Theo Riddick over David Johnson is what it was. Who? But the wait, is he still the GM of the Cardinals? Yeah, he's still the GM. He's been in trouble for DUIs. He's been in trouble for just a lot of other stuff. And he got he got to keep his job over Steve Wilkes. It's, I think I, it's ridiculous. I think it's, uh, a, it's a it's a double standard. It's annoying. It is. It's a it's really like you get more time to GMs rather than yeah rather than uh, head coaches and mm-hmm. I'm sorry I, I really am. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. It it's a it's it's just it, it's a bad look in the NFL because you it's like a hierarchy almost. Yeah. The way they're doing it and it's it's it's, it's stupid. It's sad to watch. It really yeah. is. It's frustrating, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully Steve Wilkes gets advanced Joseph. Granted, he wasn't like a great D coordinator for the Dolphins, but he'll go find another job. Yeah. He'll find a job for sure. And yeah. honestly, the while he was the head coach and most of his um, plays and thoughts and uh, philosophy was implemented in that defense, yeah. they played great. Yeah. Steve Wilkes implemented his defense with that Cardinals team, played great. Yeah. So both those guys will find jobs. I mean, all these guys will find jobs somewhere. Yeah. Todd Bowles, he'll find a defensive coordinator job and be great while yeah. just same he was in uh in Arizona. Yeah. So I mean that that part is fine. Like they're gonna find yeah. jobs, but the fact that Wilkes and Joseph were fired it's, it's annoying. Like come it's, on. He got Case Keenum to a seven and nine record and what, Paxton Lynch or sit what they six and ten this year? Yeah. And, and then, then last year they were seven and nine. No no last year they were six and ten, I think, with Trevor Simeon and Brock Osweiler. Okay, he, okay. Yeah. He got six, five this or six. Year they were seven yeah, and nine. yeah, five or six wins was Trevor Simeon, and mixed in with Brock Osweiler. That's that's pretty good in my opinion. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think it's uh, I think it's just ridiculous, yeah. and I don't know, but it, it will be interesting to see who takes these jobs. Yeah. But at the same time, are they going to get the same amount of time? Yeah. Or are they going to get Are they going to get more time? It's I don't know. It's, it's kind of stupid. I think it is too. So we'll move on to the next bit of news. Lev Bell. The favorites to land him, a lot of people are talking, is Tampa Bay. Um, that was my pick in the in the uh, off season, I think. My, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Him, uh, I, they, he fits well with them. He yeah, really you does. did say that. You did. He fits well with them. Uh, 
the field is a issue is a huge issue because yeah. you make one cut there you could end your season. Uh but he's fit right in, especially if they want to keep Jameis. Mm-hmm. The way Jameis likes to launch it deep, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, a really good running back would open that up. Aaron yep. Jones was a bust. We'll just get that out of the way. He was a bust. Yeah. Uh, Lovell will come at, will come in and he'll. Ronald Jones, you mean? Yeah, what's that, Aaron? Aaron Jones, yeah. Yeah, Ronald that's Jones. a Green Bay running back. Yeah, on, Ronald Jones. He was a bust. They drafted him early second round. Has done nothing. No. Uh, and has not done anything. Literally, he got like point something yards of carry mm-hmm. in the preseason. And it's second string people. That's, that's bad. Hay hey, look, and Tampa Bay's not got a bad team. They don't have a bad offensive line yet. Their offensive line is well the pack. And look, Jameis, yeah. after all the stuff in the offseason, after coming in for Fitzpatrick this year and starting off horrendous, mm-hmm. he played very well to end the season, in my yeah. opinion. I thought he played really well. He played he like did, the, He's done that a lot, though. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I think, he's, I think he started playing and acting like the guy that uh, mm-hmm. they drafted him to be. I mean, we saw in certain games they were down. He was getting in linemen's faces. I mean, he was getting in guys' faces. Um, you know, trying to command the team. I respect that a little bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think it goes a long way to say, look, he, no, he's serious about winning. He's serious about getting this stuff done. Um, and, and I think Lev Bell there with Mike Evans. And look, if they keep Deshaun Jackson, then you got Deshaun Jackson, you got Cameron Braid, OJ Howard. I think, uh, that's a scary unit. But they still, even Deshaun Jackson is, they still have Adam Humphreys, really good slot receiver. Yeah. Chris Godwin's kind of coming to his own this year. Mm hmm. Uh, they still got well. It's a scary unit, and you give them a run game, like Le'Veon Bell, who can also line up, line up uh, out wide. Yeah, I can see it. That would be a nice fit. You know, also there's the, the other, you know, the other favorites to land them are the Colts and the Jets. I don't see the Colts doing it. The philosophy behind Chris Ballard and what he wants to happen with the team, I don't see that happening. Yeah. And Lev Bell said he wants to go to a team that can win. And have a chance to compete. I don't think that's the Jets right now. Yeah. And I think Tampa Bay offers the best best possibility. You've got a lot of guys on defense that are that have star potential. Jared McCoy, um, you know, I would say a JPP. top JPP. You know, uh, uh, Le- Levante David. Uh, what's the other ones? Other linebacker. I forgot his name. They got two really oh, good Juan linebackers. Alexander. Yeah. So I mean, they've got great yeah. linebackers. Um, Is. They'll be they'll, the secondary is the main issue on that defense. And I and, think this year they draft secondary. I yeah. think this year they get a Greedy Williams. They get uh, what's his name? DeAndre from, Baker. DeAndre Baker from Georgia. Or they get one of the Washington corners. So I mean, I think they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll draft secondary. Um, maybe a safety emerges. I yeah. have, I'm gonna have to dig. Chris Conti's decent, but he's not gonna be a fit there forever. Yeah, and and this kind of ties into some other news. We'll knock out real quick. Is Bruce Arians has expressed interest to go into Tampa Bay. You combine Bruce Arians with Lev Bell. With Jameis Winston, who has a big arm and can make crazy plays outside the rhythm yeah. of the offense. Mike Evans, who had an amazing season and was snubbed of the Pro Bowl, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, O.J. Howard, like I said, Cameron Brait. That and the way Bruce Arians coaches, and he knows how to get coordinators and guys around him to help yeah. him with the defensive side like he had in Todd Bowles in Arizona. Maybe he, brings, maybe he goes to Tampa Bay and brings Todd Bowles back with him. Watch out, because... Uh, yeah, but, I, don't know, uh, I like that. I don't know. And the way the division <laughs> set up is like Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's still going to be there, but yep. they're getting older. Uh, Drew Brees might getting be on the last last year, uh, and their defense just is mediocre. It's, yeah, it's it's always been it's been mediocre the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got Carolina, who we don't know if uh, Cam Newton's going to be the same after after this year. 
We don't yeah. know. We don't know at all. It, this division next year is for the taking if Drew Brees doesn't come back. Yeah. It, it is for the taking. Mm-hmm. And whoever can get, like, the best group of people there and can at least win the division, it's going to come down. If Drew Brees isn't there, it will come down to a team going 9-7 and seven next year or 10-6 and six to mm-hmm. win that division. And... I think if you hire Bruce Arians and you got left Bell, yeah. I think that team is a playoff contender yeah. team. I and think I think you give Jameis one more year, mm-hmm. see what he does. Because I'm not too big on the quarterbacks in this draft at all. No, no. Uh, so and you I, know Jameis can play. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think this is this is some big news coming for Tampa. I mean, Tampa Bay's kind of had yeah. some very disappointing seasons. After what a couple seasons ago, they were really yeah. promising. Like, oh, this could be the next young team to really break out, and they haven't. And I think a large part was Derek Cutter, uh, just not being that great of a coach. Yeah. I think you get Bruce Arians in, you implement his offense, you get him a Lev Bell, mm-hmm. you get him a Todd Bowles as a D coordinator. And I, I don't know, I just thought of that, but get him Todd Bowles because they know each other. That could be a special team. That could be yeah. a nice little. That could be something forming. Yeah. And I mean, we don't know how long Bruce Arians would coach, but give him five or six years, maybe he can coach that long. Mm-hmm. That could, something could happen. I mean, yeah. Tampa Bay could really be on the upward trajectory for success. Yeah, definitely. So we'll move on. Mike McCarthy is a high possibility to go to the Jets. They're going to interview him. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be a great fit. They, uh, I think they interviewed, they, they want to interview Jim Caldwell as well. Jim Caldwell, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I think either of them would be a good fit. Yeah, it'd be a good fit for them. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't, I, I don't know what to say. They're both, Know the pack coaches. It yeah, might, especially that's probably like second or third best you're gonna get this year, especially with the college coaches being the high pro, uh, the high prospect mm-hmm. for uh, new head coaches like Pat Fitzgerald, yeah. Kim Riley, Jim Harbaugh. I just don't think you're gonna get any of those three this year. Yeah. So I think the next is Mike McCarthy or Jim Caldwell. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think they're doing they're doing the right thing here. You're going after the people that you know you can get, and mm-hmm. once you get somebody really fast. You can start getting people in that system easier. And I think Jim Caldwell would be great yeah. uh, for Sam Darnold. I think he's a very – I like him as the Colts head coach back back uh, when they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Saints. Mm-hmm. And he was there for a couple seasons. And obviously, Peyton Manning got hurt. And they just – they had an overhaul of the team is what happened. I think that's what's going to happen to Pitt. Uh, yeah, it'd yeah. be the same thing. It's not like Jim Caldwell was a bad coach. He went on to have success in Detroit, in my opinion. Yeah. And made the two playoffs with him. Uh, I think so. Made the two playoffs. One or two, yeah. Yeah, and I think his lowest record was seven and nine. So yeah, I think he could come into the to the Jets and be good. And I think Mike McCarthy would be a great fit too. I mean, he had early success with a young Aaron Rodgers. He had success with that type of team. And I think this team with the defense that they have, which has a lot of good, really good young players, mm-hmm. a special player in Jamal Adams, uh, maybe the best safety in the league, or at least top three in my opinion. You've got Leonard Williams, who can be a breakout defensive end in the right scheme and fit. Uh, uh, what's his Davis? No, no. What's his name? The middle linebacker? Lee. Uh, Darren Lee. Darren Lee is he good. He showed out uh, this year. I know he got hit. Avery Williamson is a good yeah. linebacker. So, and uh, Tremaine Johnson didn't play great this year. They uh, kind of, kind of a disappointment for them with how much they paid him. Yeah. But I think, look, I think if Michael McCarthy came in, I think he'd be, and look, if, if he came into there, as that coach, and then you get Lev Bell to go to the Jets, I think that would be equally just as great. Yeah. Um, so, I think it would be a very solid fit. Yeah. And like you said, I kind of agree. You don't have, like, the Jim Harbaugh. If you can get a Jim Harbaugh to come to the Jets, mm-hmm. you take that chance. You <laughs> yeah. do it. Because yeah. he got Colin Kaepernick, who we agree should be in the NFL still, but wasn't that great. Yeah. 
He got Colin Kaepernick to a Super Bowl. Yeah. All right? He made Alex Smith, Alex Smith, mm-hmm. that we said, oh, he's actually pretty good. Yeah, he did that for Alex he Smith. He consistently gets eight to eight to nine wins with Michigan with no quarterback. Yeah, so I think, yeah. if like like you alluded to, I think that would be a very huge sign for the Jets if they can. Yeah. Um, there's been rumors of John Harbaugh being traded from the Baltimore Ravens to the Jets, kind of like Rivers and the NBA was traded. Uh, from the Clips to the... No, Boston to the Clips. Excuse me, Boston to the Clips. Yeah, yeah Clippers. I'm, I'm stupid. Yeah. But, you know, there's rumors of that. I think that would be a great fit, John Harbaugh going there. I don't think John Harbaugh's going to... I don't think, I don't think he's going to leave. But, yeah. it, look, it's interesting. And, um, he's also John Harbaugh's yeah. also rumored to be traded to the Broncos. So that would be something to keep an eye on, too. Uh, we'll go on. Uh, Josh McDaniels is... A lot of people are favoring him to go... Pl- coach the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Personally, I would not think that's a great hire. I don't think it is either. Look, he didn't have a lot of success in Denver. Okay? Mm-hmm. He didn't. Um, kind of self-imploded. Had a lot of issues. Went to the Rams as an offensive coordinator. Had success. Went back to the Patriots. We've seen what's happened. Yeah. The Colts last year flaked out on him at the last second. Literally the last possible second. Yeah. Colts had to find a head coach mm-hmm. that nobody else wanted in Frank Reich. And obviously, it's paid off for the Colts, and everything yeah. happened for a reason for them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, look, it, it hurt his image. And yeah. I don't know how you can say, look, I get he coaches Tom Brady, and it wouldn't be that hard for him to coach a guy like Aaron Rodgers and put up with that ego and that attitude. Mm-hmm. But look, I, I don't know if would guys have the respect for him that like like you might have for another head coach. Yeah, I just Green Bay's in a tough situation here. Mm-hmm. I think they are because no, because a lot of coaches probably don't want to go to Aaron Rodgers because of his attitude. Yeah, the way he talks to people, the way he acts. Uh, I wouldn't want to coach him. Yeah, that why well, I'm a Bears fan, so I'm kind of biased here. But I'm no, I wouldn't want to coach him if I was a coach. Yeah, uh, I don't want to put up with that. Uh, I think you have to get somebody with a huge personality. Mm-hmm. Somebody similar to a Bill Belichick, similar to a Bruce Arians, yeah, similar to a Jim Harbaugh, that will clash with him, and. Kind of like put him in his place, like, hey, you're the quarterback, I'm the coach. Uh, you're going to run what I want to run. You're not going to run what you want to run, like you did with Mike McCarthy. I think that's the only way he'll win a Super Bowl. Yeah. It's like if he actually listens to the coach. If he if he doesn't listen like he did with Mike McCarthy for the majority of that time, it, he'll he'll do like he did. He'll go. It, he'll just win one Super Bowl like yeah. he has so far. So I don't know. Maybe it would be a good fit. Maybe he would be the right guy to say like, look. I've won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. I know that you need an offense. And, may, and I know he's a great offensive coordinator. So maybe it would be a nice fit schematically, and you would see Aaron Rodgers being a nice system. But as far as the whole team goes, a guy, you know, guys saw what happened. Guys saw that he flaked. Yeah. Would he flake again? Would he leave again? Would As soon as Bill Belichick retired, would he jump ship and go to the New England? Yeah. There's a lot of questions there. Um, so we'll move on to our last bit of news. You know, like I said, there was a lot of news to go over today, and not not as many games. You know, with the Antonio Brown stuff going on. But the last bit of news is Mike Mayock, NFL draft analyst on NFL Network, is now the GM for the Oakland Raiders. Good for them. And I think, look, I'm happy for him. He's a draft analyst too, so that helps out. And so, like, and he, and I think out of all the draft analysts, I've always liked him the best. I've always thought he was the better one at scouting the guys, picking who was going to be good. Yeah. I thought he was always fair. He never. I felt like he never had any biases toward anybody, yeah. uh, which sometimes I felt on ESPN there were certain biases or like, like like Johnny Manziel being like, like come on, 
Like, really? You thought yeah. he was going to be that great? I thought he was going to be good in the NFL. But, I mean, my you know, Mel Kuyper. Mel Kuyper is kind of a showman a little bit. Yeah. He, he tries to, oh, who's the most popular? Put him here. Yeah. Tom O'Shea is the better one out of the two. I mean, he, Mike, uh, yeah. Mike, uh, Mike Mache. <laughs> Mike Mache. Uh, Mike Mayock really di- dives into the film. Yeah. He really scouts these players and really mm-hmm. takes his time and says, like, I know this player. Yeah. I'm going to watch the game. I mean, he's already watched half the games for this season. Yeah. And you know that uh, is going to go over well with John uh, John Gruden. Especially with the teams that I want to know with, the hat, with how many draft picks they got. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're rebuilding. But the Raiders, I think, on an upward, tr- upward, tr- upward trend. There we go. Mm-hmm. can't say it for a second. Uh, but they're on an upward trend. And I like, I like what they're doing. Yeah. I think John Gruden's a good coach. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out this first year, but yeah. you know what I mean, I think they want. I think John Gruden wanted to build a team that he wanted. Yeah, uh, he didn't want to play Khalil Mack. And when I heard something, yeah, here's something interesting: is people were saying, and I was like, you know what, that makes a little bit more sense. I don't know if this is why he traded him, but there is there are some guys saying that look, we're gonna we're gonna suck no matter what. We're not gonna be a good team mm-hmm. regardless of if Khalil Mack or Amari Cooper's on our on our team right now. Yeah, if we trade Khalil Mack. At least we don't have to pay him that much money, mm-hmm. and we can get something in return. Yeah. As, you know, Amari Cooper, we're still going to suck even if we have him, but then we'll just have less cap space. We might as well trade him and get something for him. Mm-hmm. And so that's an interesting take on, like, what maybe his mindset behind those moves were. It's like, yeah. look, we're going to suck regardless. Would we rather suck having more cap space and more of a chance to be better with picks, or do you just want to keep the same guys and just keep trying to do what you're doing? Yeah. Change something. Um, mm-hmm. So, look, I know a lot of people want to call the trades crazy and stuff like that, but when you kind of put it in that perspective, yeah, and like you like you've said a lot, um, he wants to build the team he wants he wants, yeah, and I think him and Mike Mayock, I think that's a great fit. Yeah, Mike Mayock's gonna know these players. Look, he's John Gruden, in my opinion, is gonna be able to go to him and say, "All right, these are the guys I like. Who do you like?" And Mike Mayock's gonna be like, "All right, well, I like these guys, but here's the guy that I watched playing one double A football." <laughs> Yeah, this guy's going to be special. Or this guy played in the MAC conference. Nobody yeah. ever watched him. He's going to be a special offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. So I think those types of that type of um, mentality he has of scouting yeah. and, and how much he really loves diving into these college players um, and just players in general in the film, I think is going to pay huge dividends. Granted, being a GM is different from being a draft analyst. Mm-hmm. It's different. Uh, but I think I think he's going to do well. I yeah. think he is too. Yeah. Just I don't have anything to say about it. Just whatever you said, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> he tra- it translates over well when you're drafting. But the question is, how about trades and signing? Yeah, and stuff? that'll be the interesting part. That would, that would be the main issue. But I think drafting wise, what they're what they're at right now with drafting mm-hmm. players, I think it's a great it's a great pickup for them. Yeah, and I think this will be a huge draft. Uh, yeah. Maybe the biggest draft in Raiders history. I think it will be, too. You're going to Las Vegas. They could get some more picks, especially if they get uh, tra- decide to trade uh, Derek Carr. Yeah, you trade Derek Carr. That would be huge, too. Yeah. You get a first round for that. You have four first rounds. Uh, that's big. That's big time. So that yeah. concludes our news for today. Uh, Wyatt started us off with first, first game. That 40 minutes in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Our first game, we'll kind of intertwine these together a little bit, but uh, Chicago beat Minnesota mm-hmm. uh, handily, I should say, and then the yeah. Rams beat San Francisco handily. Yeah. And uh, Philly 
beat uh, Washington handily. Yeah. So, uh, so those are the three games that kind of intertwine with each other that I got on here real quick. Uh, what uh, What do you think about the what, what about those games? We're going to talk about them together. Well, I think it was huge. You know, obviously the Eagles had yeah. to win, but they had the Bears win. Mm-hmm. But I think the most important thing is. I know the Bears were trying to maybe see if maybe the 49ers could come off and upset the Rams, and I, I get know. that. That would have been huge. But they chose who they wanted to play, though. Because they've they, 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 they seen that score. Uh, because uh, I, I was watching the game. I'm a Bears fan watching the game. So uh-huh. uh, one of the few, few Bears games that we got this year, because Dallas is always on TV in yeah. Kentucky for some reason. But uh was watching it, and after half, the, uh, I, forgot who, I forgot who the analyst was. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she goes and asks Nagy, he's like, have you heard the score of the game? He's like, I haven't heard the score of the game yet. So he won the halftime went out and went out halftime not knowing what the score of the game of the Rams game was. Mm-hmm. She tells him what the score is and he still keeps the players in the game. He rotates people out eventually and stuff, but I think he wanted to play Philadelphia. He mm-hmm. sees something in Philadelphia that he likes and he wants to play. I think a little bit has to do with you don't want to play somebody three times. Mm-hmm. But there's something in Philadelphia that he's like, I wanna play in Chicago. I wanna play Philadelphia in Chicago. Yes, Nick Foles is hot. Mm-hmm. But he's he isn't like you know what I mean like he's when he gets hit he gets hurt a little bit. Mm. Uh, we've seen it. He got hurt. Uh, he got hurt two weeks ago with Jadavion. He got hurt last week with uh, or a couple of days ago with uh, at, against Washington. Mm-hmm. Get hit. Get injured. If he gets injured, they fit. We uh, the Bears face Nate Southfield. Yeah, that's not going to be good for uh, Philly. No, it really I mean, isn't. Uh, they'd be out. Uh, they'd be yes, out. they got weapons like Alshon and Nelson and Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. But if you make them one-dimensional, and yep. you just have them throwing bombs, because that's kind of what their offense consists of a little bit, is can Nick Foles launch you deep to Nelson one play? Can he launch you deep to Alshon one play? Can you get a couple of routes over the middle with Zach Ertz, who can take you about 20 yards more? That's what their offense kind of consists of, and then having probably like maybe 50, 50 yards on the on the ground maybe. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think if the Bears can stop that run, they can definitely – Control the game. Mm-hmm. If they stop. If they stop their run game. Yeah, they one dimensional. I think the Eagles very well could upset the Bears. Yeah, I, think I'm that, not, I think. I don't think it's. Too. I don't think it's unrealistic mm-hmm. to think that. But at the same time, I'll, I'll differ on you yeah. from the reason of why he wanted to play his starters. Yeah. I think it's because look, he saw. Yeah. All right. I know Khalil Mack's a player. I know my defense is going to come to play. Yeah. My offense. I need to keep them out there to have confidence. Yeah, you're gonna go into the into uh, next week facing the Eagles team that's hot. Mm-hmm. You don't want your players to sit, and I know it's a week, but you don't want them to sit and get rusty. Yeah, you don't want them to sit and come in and be like, oh well. I mean, I don't know how I feel. Mm-hmm. Take a take a you know take a half to get warmed up. Then the claim's close. You don't want to play a close game. You want to get out in front. You want to dominate the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. against these guys. They have a, one of the best D lines in the in the. Mm-hmm. Uh, League. In the league, I yeah. want to say nation in the league, and they have one of the best offensive lines in my opinion in the league. It's been a little shaky at times this year, but they still yeah. have one of the best. And so, if the Bears can win the line of scrimmage, if their D line can push back their O line, and their O line can push back their D line, it's going to be huge. That's going to be the difference in this and game. Jordan Howard gets going like he has in the last couple of weeks. And that's what they're going to have to do this postseason. You need to get that run game established. Yeah, running the you football. Just, you can't rely on Trubisky. You can't. You mm-hmm. can't rely on any quarterback. Just throw it 50, 60 times. Yeah. Uh, you have to you have to have some type of ground game. That's mm-hmm. why uh, New England's been so dominant over these past twenty years. They've had some type of ground game. And what were the big plays in the Super Bowl last year? Right. Huge run plays. The Garrett Blunt. Yep. 
big run plays that swung momentum. Uh, I think Rex Burkhead had one. Yeah. Uh, so when, uh, get them in uh, scoring position. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to run Jordan Howard. Yeah. Get Tariq Cohen on the outside. Run Tariq Cohen up the middle. He's actually really good running up the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, get Trubisky comfortable. Get him some short throws and then get him into the rhythm where he can throw those long throws. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I definitely yeah. think... Uh, and look, I think this this will be a good game. Mm-hmm. I think it will be a good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout yeah. one way or the other. I, I yeah. mean, I definitely don't think the Eagles are going to blow out that Bears defense. Yeah. And they are they're twelve and zero. All twelve games they won this year, they held their opponents to under twenty four points. Yeah. All four games they lost, they held the the other team scored more than twenty four. The thing is, Mitch hasn't lost them a game yet. So and Mitch hasn't, and Mitch hasn't lost them a game. That yeah. is that is true. But the thing is, can he win them a game? Yeah, that's that's the, that's the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what kind of scares me about like picking the Bears to like say, oh, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, like the Rams, like, you know, they came out and without Todd Gurley, they were like, okay, we're still good enough to win these games. Yeah. Like, they came out and dominated the 49ers and secured that number two seed, that home, yeah. that home game uh, off the bye. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, which I think they would end up playing the Bears. But, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a hard game to, like, we're going to do our predictions tomorrow. For me, I'm going to have to really think about it. Uh, to kind of see who's going to win that game. Yeah. I'm going to have to really think about it because yeah. part of me says the Eagles have a tr- great chance to upset them, but the bright, you know, the smart part of me says, like, look, this is the best defense in football. That's the best defense we've seen in a while. I think they're better than Jacksonville's defense last year. They're Yeah. Well, they're, they're scary. Turnover, I mean, they're, they're scary, yeah. dude. And you get them in Chicago, mm-hmm. I, I think it will be hard to beat them. And, and Eddie Jackson's still questionable. I think he will end up playing. Yeah, he'll But play. Deion he'll Bush play. came in. And played really good. Mm-hmm. He had the stupid play where he grabbed Adam Thielen's face mask mm-hmm. for some weird reason. Yeah. But he played really good. The only the, He wasn't even the weakest link on the secondary. It was Prince. And Prince didn't have that bad of a game. He had a couple pass interference calls. That was yeah. about it. You're going to have that with Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. You're going to have those type of plays. They uh, they don't really have a weak link on the defense. If you want to say their weak link is Prince, that's fine. But he's not that bad. Uh, on the offense, you want to say Mitch is a weak link. He's not that bad. He mm. goes out. He makes throws. Yes, he makes some weird decisions, some wayward decisions. Like, what are you doing here? But mm. uh, he doesn't lose you a game, and he mm. knows how to control the clock. He really does. And he's actually improving in game, which you want to see out of a young quarterback. Yeah. Oh, he's gotten better throughout yeah. the season for sure. Yeah. I know a lot of people rag on him, call him trash, whatever you want to say. Shabisky's mm-hmm. got the tools to be very successful. And I he's think smart. He's, he's intelligent too. Yeah, and I think he's Alex Smith-esque. I think he's going to continue to get better as he gets older like Alex Smith has. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, hopefully he comes back from injury. But, you know, as Alex Smith did throughout his career, he got, I thought – a lot better as he got older. Yeah. Um, he had limitations, of course, and I think Trubisky has limitations. Yeah. But I think he could be still a special quarterback and, and a, a franchise guy that can lead him to a Super Bowl. It's just going to be the question of, does does Nagy trust him in those situations? Yeah, no. If they're down by four with two minutes left, do you trust him to get 75 yards down the field to score a touchdown or 50 yards down the field to kick a field goal or whatever the case is? Uh, those are going to be the questions for me of are the Bears for real or are they still a year Especially or two away? Especially issue as well. Yeah. Well, yeah we've seen it today. He, he hit another goalpost. Don't know how many yes. goalposts you can hit in a year, but he definitely hit another goalpost. So, uh, Parky has to step up his game as well. Mm. Uh, but I will say this about the – we'll go over the 49ers and Rams real quick. 
It, it looked like they were handing them. The game was weird. I don't it was, think so. It, the passes were horrific. I'm, it, yeah, it, they but... Were, I know they were handing them the game, but it, it, it didn't look... Like, it's it, Nick Foles, bro. Or, my bad, it's Nick, Nick Mullins. Nick I, Mullins. I, it was some, some of the trash throws I've ever seen in my life. It was terrible. I just had to rag on that a little bit, but... Rams dominated the game. CJ Anderson looks like he did during the Super Bowl run. And for me, and to me, this is huge for the Rams going into going into their bye, going in saying, "Okay, we get to play at home." Yeah, we lost to the Bears and we got uh, destroyed, but we get a week to rest. We just came off playing extremely hot, playing great Mm -hmm. without our best player on offense. They're they're scary. Yeah, they are scary. I don't think they're favorites, in my opinion, to go to the Super Bowl. I don't think they will. I think they'll lose. They might lose to Seattle. If Seattle faces them in the NFC Championship, they, they'll probably lose to Dallas. I feel like they'll lose to New Orleans. I think they can beat the Bears mm-hmm. because they already played them before, but I just don't think they can beat any of those teams that they yeah. haven't faced yet yeah. on the other side. But uh, great way. You said great win by Los Angeles there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go to Baltimore uh, or Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore barely hanging on. Yeah. Uh, and then you get uh, – Cincinnati at Pitt. We'll intertwine those a little bit. Uh, great. I say great. Uh, obviously, great win by Baltimore. Gets them to the playoffs. But that defense and CJ Mosley showed up in that last yeah. play. This is why he's a pro bowler. This is why he's considered one of the best linebackers in the league. Yeah. Uh, he made he made the game when he played. When he when the team needed it, he stepped up and he made the play. Mm-hmm. And they got uh, Eric Wedua, $1 million bonus as well. Yeah. Uh yeah, but uh uh Lamar looked really good in the game. Uh didn't like the conservative play calling uh before that crazy drive at the end of the game. Didn't like the conservative play calling. Mm-hmm. Once you be a little bit more aggressive on it. Yeah. Uh by Jim Harbaugh there or Jim, John Harbaugh. Uh-huh. But uh some cra- some of the craziest catches I've ever seen in my life. Some of the craziest throws in my life. Baker Mayfield will win a couple Super Bowls just by that that drive alone's performance and the that, thing, that that okay we'll still see about that but but it just reminds he's good he he made some Super Bowl s throws in there I'm just like no Baker's special he like, can do he's it. gonna be yeah he can do it he's he gonna be around the, he's it. gonna be around for a long time mm-hmm. my my impressions are the Ravens are a team that they're not built to come from behind they're a team that's built to play with a lead and and a team that's built to and slow the pace of the game down. And keep it under thirty points for both teams. Mm-hmm. That's just the type of game they're playing. Their defense is extremely hot. They've got a lot of superstars on that defense. A lot of great talent. A lot of guys playing great team defense. Mm-hmm. And they're scary. Uh, I wouldn't want to play them. I definitely wouldn't want to play that defense. And mm-hmm. you get Lamar with Gus Edwards running the football like they have mm-hmm. over fifteen hundred yards yeah. in the last seven games of the season. That's the most since like nineteen seventy something. I want to say. I forgot what the exact date was. But it's been that long since somebody has done that. That's special. That means you can run the football. That offensive line, anchored, in my opinion, by Marshall Yonda, um, a pro bowler this year, that that team is scary running the football. And then when Lamar can step back and pass the football and be solid and be confident in what he's doing, yeah, scary, man. I mean, And then you go to Pittsburgh, it's just that whole dysfunction, man. It's, it's the A-B situa- uh, situation. I said that really weird. Yeah. It's the A-B situation. It's the Lev Bell um, situation of not playing this entire season. It's Big Ben sitting out in the uh, Oakland Raiders game to wait for a confirmation about his broken ribs, if they were broken or not. Just go out and play, bro. You need to win. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just 
a, a culmination of all these things, just not being disciplined, not being a tight-knit unit is why they're not in the playoffs. It's it, We've seen it in the past few years. They've been able to push through and get through and get to the playoffs. But this year didn't happen. And it, and it finally, I think everything has finally come to a head. Mm-hmm. I think AB needs to leave town. I think Lev Bell, he's going to leave. I think they're going to be a much more cleaner uh, cleaner unit. I think Big Ben, if he would leave, I think that would make it a lot cleaner. But obviously, you're not going to get rid of a, a Hall of Fame QB. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean... They still got Juju there. They still got Juju. Uh, Ryan Switz is a pretty good slot, uh, slot receiver. Mm. Uh... They might have to add somebody in the draft. James Washington, he's still improving. He is a rookie. Nicole Harry. Yeah, Nicole Harry. They can That'd keep up him. Uh, He'd be great with big. But man. going <laughs> going to Baltimore real quick. What you said about them, uh, they uh, they need they need to keep the lead if they mm-hmm. want to win. Uh, for last two games on the first drive had caused interceptions. The call has caused the turnover, and last time they let up a score was uh one two. Five weeks ago mm-hmm. against uh, uh, the Falcons, they let up. They uh, they were down. Was it they allowed them to get a field goal? Mm-hmm. Last time they let a touchdown was six weeks ago against Oakland on the first drive. So their defense in these last four weeks have not let up a score. Their defense is playing some of the hottest, the uh, hottest like first halves. Yeah. Uh, can they can they sustain it throughout the I whole game? I think they can. Uh, that's the thing because we've seen because at the end of these games, we have uh, what was it? Uh, Browns end up getting twenty four, Chiefs get twenty seven. They end up uh, they end up almost losing to the Browns. The, yes, it's very good, but the offense isn't scoring that much. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting. Yeah. So I think Lamar. Yeah. Look, it, the thing with me is I would pick them to be a dark horse team to go to the Super Bowl. I just think uh, the running. But a rookie quarterback scares me. Yeah, I know, it, does. it does. And no I, it's not because court- Lamar's bad; it's because it's a rookie QB. Yeah, no rookie QB has ever been to Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I don't think, I don't think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I think they could beat the Chargers again. Mm-hmm. It's hard to beat a team twice, yeah. but I think they could beat the Chargers. And I think they could give the Patriots. Um, yeah, they they would play the Patriots, wouldn't they? Yes, they. Or, well, well, what, what, who, what, the Chargers? No, the... the Ravens? Ravens. Well, I, it depends. As... It, it depend, right, so if Indy beats Houston, then whoever wins that Baltimore game... No, they'll, they'll play. Yeah, they'll play. So if they play... I think they would give... Obviously, they played uh, the Chiefs super hard and great. And I think they would give a run a run for their money on the uh, Patriots. And So I think they're a tough team. It just scares me of a rookie quarterback. Uh, if somebody like a Bill Belichick takes away that r- ground game... Can he stand back in the pocket and beat you like that? I don't think so just yet. Mm-hmm. So that's what kind of scares me. But they're a dangerous team. Yeah, they and are. it's it's going to be fun to watch them in the playoffs for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, that's basically all I got to say. Yeah, I agree with you on the Steelers <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. And I uh, feel bad for Juju, but Juju's never been the issue of that team. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's a fumble. But uh-huh. I mean that that, that didn't I shouldn't I shouldn't make make a breaker season fumbling once and losing the game. No, like that. no, no, it's against, not against a team it's not that's favorite, fault. against a team that's favored one Super Bowl in in their home stadium. Mm-hmm. That that's not Juju's fault. The fault is you lose to Oakland, you lose to Denver mm-hmm. on the one yard line. So it's I, it's, it's still dumb. Steelers did it to themselves. Mm-hmm. They really did. All right, so we'll go to uh, Indy at Jacksonville as I have it, but. It's no, in- yes, Indy at Tennessee. Yeah, I've messed up Jeez. there. <laughs> but yeah, I, I went to this yeah. game. I was fortunate enough to go. Um, 
and watch this in person. It was a great, you know, it was fun. You know, obviously, I, I've said this plenty of times. I'm not a Colts fan. It was fun. But look, the Colts made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. They made a lot of mistakes, and they still were able to win 33-17. to 17. Yeah. A large part is due to uh, Blaine Gabbert not being good at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, would, I, I expected the Colts to, um, to come out and win. Yeah. But... Uh, you know, I still had those questions of, and they show those those issues that I had is, they're still a young team. Mm-hmm. They still make a lot of mistakes. They killed themselves with holding calls and and penalties on the line of scrimmage. They turnovers. Andrew Luck throwing a pick six, dude. It was run like, a couple yards and slide. Throw it out of bounds. It was it was so weird because he he had a great pump fake on that play, mm-hmm. and then he ran into Quentin Nelson and like threw it off his like threw it off like one leg and, and he like was off. looking down like yeah, it was no, just terrible. It was, but he had, but after that pump fake though, Naheem Hines was wide open for a touchdown for like ninety nine yard touchdown. It was there. He just, <laughs> he just makes weird plays at times. It's just it's he, just it he comes tries to make too much. Yeah. He does. Tra- he tries to do too much. Yeah. When there's not a lot, and yeah. it's because he trusts himself so much, which yeah. is a good thing. I- I'm glad he trusts himself. But you know, th- those things scare me. I mean, Marlon Mack fumbling. Marlon Mack has played outstanding this season when he's been healthy. Mm-hmm. But fumbling like that, you can't do that and expect to win a playoff game, man. Not yeah. against a team that's good. He's 119 yards in the game too. Not against a team like the Texans, you can't yeah. expect to uh, get a turnover like that. And it, uh, you can't. Well, you can't expect to have the team muff the punt. Yeah. You get it in the red zone and not score a point. That's what you can't have happen and win a playoff yeah. game. It's not even the turnover. It's that. There were there was there was a lot of issues. Their defense allowed uh, Derrick Henry to almost get a hundred yards. You know he was. I, their defense has played great the past, or since week seven. The past ten weeks, their defense has played outstanding. Uh, the number one scoring defense in the NFL. And so those things are true. And Andrew Luck is a great quarterback. Andrew Luck is a talented QB. But there are the questions of, is this team almost too young now? Are they a year or two away from truly contending for a Super Bowl? I think that's kind of more where they're at. But just to get even in the playoffs in and of themselves and to play a team like Houston in Houston, where the Colts usually have a lot of success, more so than even at home against Houston, I think it's kind of the matchup they – they wanted, and I think it's the matchup the Texans didn't want. They didn't want to see T.Y. Hilton in Houston again. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to see Andrew Luck, who threw for over 800 yards in two games against them. They didn't want to see that again. Mm-hmm. So I think this will be a great game coming up, and it was huge, obviously, for Indy to get the win over Tennessee. Yeah, it was. And uh, they like going back to the turnover. It's the two weirdest turnovers I've ever seen in my life. Like that fumble flew. Yeah, like when they, it, it hit the ground, he was they running. Like yeah, he it was, was like so running weird. and they got fun and, and just yeah, launched. Andrew Luck doing some weird Madden interception throws, like running to the offensive lineman, throwing it up somehow. But yeah, yeah, uh, they, yeah like you said, they minimize those mistakes. This kind of spoiler, I have them winning, but they have, but they can, they can win this game. They could take this game, and mm-hmm. they could really beat down on the Texans. Yes, Texans did beat down on Jacksonville this week. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Jacksonville. Jacksonville had chances to get back in that game. Blake Bortles missed a lot of throws. Yeah. Uh, Indy's going. Indy is they. They might. Ha- they they probably are the dark horse team right now. They I think they are. Okay. And the thing is, Andrew Luck's improved every time he's made it to the playoffs. Wild card his first year. Yeah. Lost. yeah, yeah, yeah. Division round his second year. <laughs> uh, AFC Championship. His third, third year. year. And then the injuries happened. And then he played with a torn shoulder. to get went 8-8, eight and eight, surprisingly. Well, no. 2015, he missed half the season. They went 8-8. Eight and eight. 2016, played with a torn shoulder. They went 8-8. Yeah. Eight and eight. Threw for 4,200 yards or something like that. And yeah. 
or something like that, and 31 yeah. touchdowns. And then last year he was injured, and he makes it back to the playoffs this year. Can he make that next step? Probably not because the team's too young, but it'll be interesting. But So, yeah, um, give we'll, me your Super Bowl prediction right now real quick. Who you got? I've got the Saints and the Patriots in the Super Bowl right now. I got Saints and Patriots as well. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So we're, we we'll agree. go over players of the week and standings uh, next time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then we got our prediction show tomorrow. Yeah. We'll go over a lot of stuff. Our award show, our final season awards. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. See you. Peace.